They got problems on problems on problems on problems on problems on problems. I solve them. I run through the money. The press will be calling. Left all my blessings. I feel like I'm falling. All right, guys. Welcome back. This is Coach Royce. I'm here with Coach Nick. Welcome back to the self-driven podcast we just recently changed the title because we want you guys to be better be more self-driven self-motivated because if you can take care of yourself guess what what can you do more of take care of others there we go so that's what we're trying to do we want to make sure we share that message to you guys and potentially add these tools and these talks to elevate the world i kind of just told the whole thing already Snap. What's what are we talking about, Nick? <laughs> the, topic, talking about? the topic today, uh, it's one that for me in my own life right now, I'm enjoying. Uh it the, the phrase that we're gonna be talking about is change your friends or change your friends. Um I love that. Yeah, it's very it's profound. Changer. Mm-hmm. Very profound. So let's unpack, let's unpack what that means because what does it mean to you? What does it mean to me? Mm-hmm. You know, there's two parts to this, and, be, and you can look at it so many. It's, it can be vice versa. Mm-hmm. The first, change your friends, to me means to help elevate your peers, right? So it could be your coworker, it could be your friends, it could be your spouse, right? It could be your family. So change your friends means to me. What can I do to impact to get them to grow, right? To change, to pivot, uh, to pivot for the better, right? Um, to become healthier, to become better at their relationships, to become a better boss. Uh, that's that's the first change for me, right? The second change for me is if I can't do that, or I'm, I'm, I'm exhausting all of my energy to try to get somebody to change then I go into the second option, which is to eliminate those friends or just kind of separate myself from those friends. And that's how I take that quote. And it's super, super powerful because I think we often don't open our eyes wide enough to see where we are at the moment. And it's very easy to point out that the issue is some somewhere else. And it really is in our own decisions and who we surround ourselves with, how we elevate our peers around us and uh, whether we feed into the problems or we solve problems, right? Um, It's such a powerful and compelling saying, but it's actually pretty, I mean, I think there's, there's, I have scenarios where it was successful and then i have other scenarios where it wasn't successful so i want to ask you um maybe some scenarios of of it actually did turn out well for you that you were able to elevate your peers and then maybe a scenario where where you weren't able to elevate your peers and what was kind of the the symptom of you not being able to elevate those peers i owe you five dollars (laughs) james it pinged sorry (laughs) Um, I guess the first one that comes to mind is of me not being able to elevate my peers. Um, just kind of with this journey that I'm on, I, so this is, this is how I look at myself, right? Um, I look at myself as kind of like this free flowing energy, right? Um, and anybody I'm in contact with, 
I, I envision myself kind of pouring water out of this free-flowing energy and into them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so in, in the particular scenario I'm referring, uh, I feel like, you know, the past however long my life's taken a drastic turn. And so I've tried to help people that I am normally in contact with. I've tried to help them uh, take a hard look at themselves or have uh, some accountability or answer some hard questions or, you know, help them, tried to help them help themselves to change. Right. Um, and I was met with, I mean, they, they, they like me, they, they love me, they enjoy my presence. So I wasn't met with like any hostility, right? I was met with <clears throat> stubbornness and rebellion um, and, and them just not being interested. Right. Um, and so the, the toughest part of that was, <clears throat> or the toughest part about that for me is to try to stay out of my feels Mm-hmm. in regard to that scenario because I do care about these people so much right right I'm not, and I and I want them there with me you know on the mountainside in the cul-de-sac on the hundred acres you know what I mean like I, I want them there with me mm-hmm. but I if, I can't have them there with me if they don't want to be there themselves because to get there it's, yeah. it's a trek it's a journey um so that's a that's a scenario where I try to change my friends yeah. And it didn't work. And so as a byproduct of that, the the positive that's come from that, I've been able to close those channels off mm-hmm. and start watering myself. And that's such a beautiful thing. And it's so cool. Um, just learning, you know, learning all the time things about myself. And that's really cool. Um, so that's one positive aspect. And then it's just, it's interesting to see, it's interesting to see people just kind of start falling off. Mm-hmm. Um so they eliminate. It's like they're 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 eliminating themselves. Interesting. Essentially. Does that what do you sense? think that is? Um, I think it, it's it's I'm starting to vibrate at a different frequency, right? And if you're not yeah. going to vibrate at that frequency with me, it feels weird. Yeah, like it's it's. I, I see all the idiosyncrasies. Like I yeah. see how you're perpetuating your cycle. Right. And I've already tried to give you A to Z ways out of it, but you just want to keep perpetuating your cycle. Yeah. So then for me and my well-being and my mental health and where I want to go, yeah. i got to remove myself from that. Um, and I'm sad it's taken me 28 years to see this, right? And to see what I really do when I cut people off like this or what it, what it, what it should really mean. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, there's, a very, there's very positive aspects to it and there's very negative aspects to it. Um, but even the negative aspects, if I'm willing to sit with them, bear positive aspects. So there's, you know, if you look at it, really, there's no negative aspects. Yeah. Because I just get to dive deeper into myself. So that's the first one, change your friends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or... Now I want to ask, uh, I want to go uh, ask a question as far as when you change your friends. Because you were successful in one area, your friends. And what I mean by that, your fitness friends, mm-hmm. right? You were... Um, I want to dive into just that because how did you use changing your changing your own friends to become healthier, right? And mm-hmm. what I'm referring to is when you were 300 pounds, mm-hmm. right? Did you use this con- unconsciously or subconsciously or were your friends fitter and then you were like, oh, I got to get fit? Mm, I see. I see the question. Because um, it can happen to us. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. So to answer your question, like when I when I was three hundred pounds, right? Mm-hmm. I've been trying to to work on losing weight by myself a ton, but mm-hmm. it, it really wasn't until like I. I decided that I have this stupid love for basketball. Mm-hmm. And then I had this one friend. Um, I call him my brother's name's Adam. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, buck 85. Shredded. He loves to play basketball. Yeah, he's super fit. And so he's the he's one of the people that, you know, I had to vibrate to his frequency, right, from the frequency that I was at right. um, to be able to change into what I'm into now. Right. Does that make sense? It absolutely makes sense. Because I can, I know what he looks like now, and I know what you look like now. Yeah, and like there were times like when we were yet. playing basketball, where it was like we were playing. Like we used to play every Sunday, five and five for like four hours, right? Like mm-hmm. that's what I'm used to. That's what I miss. Yeah. Um, but there were times like when I was big, like someone would throw up a shot, and it would it wouldn't even touch the rim, and Adam would just yell, "Run!" Right. right. And he was telling, talking to me to just start running, right? Yeah. And get the rebound and toss me the ball, and we'd have right. easy points. Um, but that was just you know, that was. I don't know. It was just one of those things that you're that forced to vibrate going. at his yeah. frequency. You're yeah. Like, oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Right. And I really wanted to be like him. It's interesting. Yeah. It so really I is. Guess that's a mentor, I guess. That's what you would call that, yeah. I guess. Mentor in the fitness aspect. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, like, when we, we, we're we trying to change people's friends, but sometimes we're the ones being changed. Mm-hmm. Right? For the good. Mm-hmm. And we forget that. Mm-hmm. Right? I want to give the audience a an awareness level where they can have control of that mm-hmm. right like that's that's some that's some awesome uh that's a gift that's a gift that you have friends that naturally just just push you towards that direction mm-hmm. right some people don't have that luxury they actually have to physically change their environment or be so conscious and aware of where they are at the moment that they actually have to seek things out mm-hmm. right they have to find a group that with like-minded individuals for growth. Mm-hmm. They have to seek for groups where everyone is ridiculously fit, right? Mm-hmm. There is something about walking into a CrossFit facility and then five months later you start to kind of look like them, mm-hmm. right? And you're just like, oh, this is why. Mm-hmm. This is why they have the perception that everyone is really, really fit because the normal is fit. Mm-hmm. The pretty common is even more fit mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then it's a it's an interesting way how that works mm-hmm. and that doesn't even just to pertain to um it's like frequency osmosis. frequency yeah frequency osmosis exactly the the term for it mm-hmm. right um so i like to ask it in that term how so so on the terms of eliminating your friends what's What's that like? So what does that sound like? What does that normally... Does it... How do you eliminate your friends, Nick? Uh, I mean... I guess... Okay, so me personally, I guess there's really one of two ways that I do it. Um, I'll just cut you off completely. Yeah. Um, and it's like... And I, and I don't... When I say this, I come from the most humble of place, okay? Right. Um... But I know I'm an awesome motherfucker. So if you don't want to be around me, then cool. You ain't got to be around me. Yeah. But it's it's very hard. Once I once I shut that off. Yeah. It's very hard for me to like 
care about that in any regard again. So it's like, right. a, it's a very dangerous thing. It's actually, come to find out, it's like a Virgo trait, right? Yeah. Um, but so I cut people off completely. Or it's, uh, and this one's really unhealthy. And yeah. I guess it's way more passive aggressive now that I think about it. Mm -hmm. um, it's, I'll hang around them until our vibes just start, or start getting off. Does that make sense? Yes. Like it's not, it's not the free flowing yeah. that it once was. It's like, it's like, um, cold, cold space, or it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. Like that's, and like I said, it's not healthy. It's not, I don't, don't do it on purpose. Um, but I guess that's the other way I see. I have not the advanced ask me that question. I guess that's the other way that I yeah. see that I eliminate people out of my life is that right. way. Yeah, no, those are, I, I, I equate it to very similar to what you said. There are, there's just two ways to eliminate it. Mm -hmm. One way, and I think you think it's, it's unhealthy. Um, I think it's the best way is to, is to elevate your, your vibration so high that it, that it's so uncomfortable for them mm -hmm. to even keep up with you. Right. Uh, and I look at it like, Hey, it's like, I'm just going to double up on me. And hopefully they get to see it mm -hmm. or if not it's just gonna be it's just the gap the gap is too large I'm gonna double up right and I'm gonna try to lead by example. yeah I'm gonna try to lead by example I'm gonna and I'm gonna try to do my best right and the, the number two and I've done this before and they both work actually right I can't really explain why they both work I guess if I guess it depends on the person's personality as well if they want to be led or the other way around or guided it really depends. Um, the other version is having a hard conversation with them, mm -hmm. right? And beyond, and when you get to talk to Tara, I've had hard conversations with her mm -hmm. about where I want to take my life and how I want to grow, and I want her to be with me, growing instead of growing apart, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I wish she was here because I can. We, we had that conversation. It was like, this yeah, is where I'm going. Yeah. yeah, my brain is going this direction, mm -hmm. right? I wanna, I wanna impact more and more and more people i feel like i might have to travel a lot i might have to do all of those other things i'd love for you to grow with me what do you think intellectually mean? physically right spiritually so so it's not one of those scenarios where i grow so large that 10 years down the road she's still the same person and we're like how did we get here mm -hmm. right so you had to have those hard conversations and see if they're along for the ride and if they're not, it's it's still a lot of res there's still respect. Like I respect people that love to just be there. I just want to run, mm -hmm. right? And there's value on people that just want to stay, and I'm okay with that, mm -hmm. right? But having that conversation early on is uh, is a game changer for me, right? And a lot of times they're just like makes sense. They just want to know the whys, mm -hmm. right? I wish I knew the whys. Mm -hmm of why my parents made me do certain things and clean the dishes and fold the clothes, mm -hmm. toothbrush the sides of it, right? You're just like, why? But they never did. So that's why just having that hard conversation of trying to potentially explain the why, and the why is never as good as you think it is. The way I'm explaining it is a lot better than how it came <laughs> out. But um, there are whys. And so, so either elevate and grow apart so large because you're vibrating at such a heavy for heavy frequency or you can just have that hard conversation and uh, just see where it takes you so, so many different areas 
I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you were you were trying to say something. No, I cut. Yeah. Talking about cutting me off? I, would, I tried to cut you off, and so I just shut myself off. We're just cutting each other off. I know, right? Um. So my just quick tangent thought on that: What do you think the value was of that hard conversation for Tara from her perspective? Oh God, she'd have to answer that for herself. I know, but I want to because um, we know you for, know for we're going to get her on the yeah you know we're going to get on the podcast. So I'm curious. Ooh, that's ten dollars. Um, dang it! It's probably James <laughs> texting me. So guys, nope, for not. the audience, <laughs> every time the text hits, James says I owe him ten bucks. So it's twenty dollars. I gotta I gotta turn this off. I'm gonna go broke. Um. Anyways, because I've only had, I've only I mean, that I would consider real hard conversations that I have initiated. Right. I've only had one real hard conversation that I initiated. Yeah. Right. Um. I mean, but I've had hard conversations. I know how to navigate hard conversations, but I haven't. Yeah. I haven't, I hadn't ever really thought about the value of a hard conversation um, if you were to work through it as opposed to avoid it, right? So that's where the question comes, what value I love. You- yeah, you know what? I love that question. I'm glad you asked that question. For me, mm-hmm. I can't even explain how much value it is. Mm-hmm. When you look at Tara at the moment, mm-hmm. you, she's, an, she's an animal right now to me i'm like i don't even know who this girl is mm-hmm. and it's like and right? it's making you fall more in love with your wife huh well it's a different girl oh yeah right so it's like another girl yeah <laughs> i'm just kidding but <laughs> but yeah it's her it's her times yeah. 10 but right? no i know what you, when you say that i know it sounds funny yeah. right but i know what you mean right because yeah. there's this quote that goes um you know guys been married for 30 plus years right yeah. and the guy's like you've been married to the same person for 30 plus years and he was like oh, no i got okay. married to the 18 year old girl yeah who turned into the 24 year old businesswoman who turned yeah. into the 26 year old mom yeah. who's now the 30 year old you know what i mean like yeah so that's what i was that's what i was hinting at yeah dude that hard conversation um it laid a good foundation laid a great foundation for some serious amount of growth mm-hmm. now if you asked me a year ago when I had that type of conversation with her and told you that where she'd be now is where she'd be now I'd be like you're lying to me, right? No, right? The hard conversations are always going to be hard. And here's the thing with hard conversations for most people, right? They assume hard conversations are going to yield some bad products. And that's just what we're used to. We're not trained to have that conversation. We don't know how to receive conversation. So we just we just oftentimes just neglect it the entire way. And we just assume that one event, one negative conversation event, is the same across every single conversation. But you're going to be robbing yourself of some really, really cool growth things just like that. We've had hard conversations, right? Yeah, and and, uh, and I think there was some massive growths on it. I think, I think just in terms of conversations, if you just frequently do it and just see and change your beliefs behind hard conversations, you start to you start to kind of, again, vibrate at different frequencies, right? Because you're like, mm, I now, now instead of one for one being a bad conversation, it's one out of nine. You're like, well, I'll take nine good conversations from a bad conversation mm-hmm. instead of one. So you're just changing your belief with it. You're weighing the differences. And, you, and number two, I think you're you're getting better at having hard conversations. The dialogue changes, the energy changes because the definition of yeah. changing. 
Yeah, because, yeah, and, and behind it all, you're like, oh, I know there's going to be some good things that are going to happen through this. Mm-hmm. So so when you have the tonality from your conversation is um, is more in peace and, and love and and it's just, it's just powerful, man. So having more hard conversations will help you build your faith in that having hard conversations isn't a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. Yes, Nick Robbins. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah. That's what you Jesus, said. You I was just that? putting it together. Right? So, guys, we went right into conversations. Like I said, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's a small thing. I'm going to tell you, it's, it's, it's a quote that everybody uses. You're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. Okay? And if you're not happy with the five that you're surrounding yourself with, I advise you to see if you can challenge them and challenge them to grow. And a lot of times when you're challenging to grow, I think you need to start with yourself first and then you'll see if they can catch up with you, right? Um, If they're not elevating like the way you'd want them to be, then maybe have that hard conversation with them. And uh, if it doesn't work out, Maybe not want them to be, but maybe yeah. maybe how they should inspire inspire them yeah. to be. I mean, it, it, I don't know anybody that loves to be sad. They're just yeah. like, I love being sad, right? So I mean, if they want, if if that's the case, if that's where they want to take their direction, great. But if they want to elevate, have a more fulfilling life, a happier life, a healthier life, uh, have that conversation, right? And and eventually, I mean, sometimes you have to eliminate them, right, out of your life. And here's the cool thing. I've eliminated people in my life and then come back. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, I get it. Mm-hmm. They usually do. Right? Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it now, bro. And then we're, we're better because of it. Mm-hmm. So um, I hope you guys get some value out of that. I think it's, it's such a valuable skill set, valuable quote. I don't even know who said it. Do Was it hard JP? things daily. That's it, bro. Just yeah. do hard things daily. Do, do one hard thing daily. 100%. I love that. Right. So, guys, that's a, that's our episode for you. Hope you guys enjoy. If you think someone's going to value, get value from this, make sure to share it. Um, throw a comment here and there. Um, give us a like. Give us a like. Subscribe. Give us some stars. Give us some stars. That's what it is. Star us on this podcast, right? Podcast. Give us, give us some stars. Give us some stars and review, please. They all help. I'm a rookie at this, dude. Bro, I've just been listening to a lot of podcasts. Have you? I know. <laughs> so maybe you should do the outros. What? All right, guys, that's it for us. Be better. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.